Hey friend, this is Shelby, host of the Resilient Podcast. I believe that every woman should have what she needs to feel confident. Each experience looks different, but that doesn't mean we have to be alone. What if as women, we came together and had real conversations that strengthened each other to go deeper with God and go further in life? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm here for. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome back to the Resilient Podcast. This is Shelby Mossman. Um, Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to put out an official announcement that I have released a course on overcoming fear. So this is called the Becoming Fearless mini course. And what it entails is six different lessons that kind of jumpstart you into the process of how to get fear out of your own life. I the the question I ask often for a lot of women is just wouldn't it be freeing to live without being held back by fear, insecurity, anxiety, worry, any of those things because um even in doing research for this course I saw that so many different women regardless of where they come from and their background and their age or any of that um most women struggle with fear in some way or another. And it can be hard to picture, but you can have a life where you overcome fear and you have victory in your life. And that's exactly why I developed this mini course for women like you uh, that maybe struggle with fear in your own life and desire to start your journey to freedom from fear and negative thoughts. And so this is something I specifically have spent a lot of time developing and I wanted to let you know that it is accessible to you now. Like I mentioned to, at the start, it's six different lessons um, that share biblical wisdom to help you take your very first steps to regaining control of your thought life, retraining your emotions and becoming fearless. And so if that interests you at all, I am running it um, live right now. It, it only costs $19.99 in US dollars. That comes to about $24 Canadian. But I'll put the link in the in the notes so that you can go ahead and grab that course if you are interested at all. I tried to make it really affordable so that anybody that might uh, want to purchase it would not be held back by the cost. And so I tried to make it very affordable. Um, really, it's just the cost of like your next couple Starbucks trips. So I encourage you to head over there and look at that if that's something that you struggle with in your own life, because I do believe that you can become fearless. Um, so that's just a little promo. Um, but now I want to just get into today's topic, which is actually about overcoming fear. Um, specifically we're going to be discussing like fear, anxiety, and worry and, um, some steps that have helped me to get over that in my own life and, um, some things that I think will be really practical and helpful for each of you as well listening. But I would say, uh, when you look at anxiety, anxiety is one of the things that attacks, I think women the most, like fear comes in so many different forms. But anxiety um, and constant worry or like a nagging um, thought life, I would say, are how that fear is represented in most of our lives. And the opposite of that is actually peace. And we each want peace in our lives. We desire like a peace that that is like from the Lord and passes all understanding that transcends our minds and our thoughts and our emotions. We want a peace that settles in and rests on our heart. And the beautiful thing 
is that God does promise us peace. And it's not something we can just be like, oh, it's a far off idea that I wish I could have. No, it's a promise of God. And it's something that we can depend on. Isaiah 26, 3 actually says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. And uh, another version of that same verse says, uh, those whose minds are stayed on you. So instead of those whose minds are steadfast, another way to say it is you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on you because they trust in you. And that is a promise of God. He is promising to keep us in perfect peace. And if you go Google verses about peace, you're going to find so many where God promises that he is going to keep us in perfect peace or he's going to extend peace to us or that peace is accessible to us. But a lot of those verses also come with somewhat of a prerequisite. Um, and not in a way that he won't just give it. I believe God gives gifts freely and he, he loves to give us good things. But we have to do our part as well. And I believe that a lot of peace and like, which again is the opposite of worry and doubt and fear specifically and um, like anxiety. So that peace that is the opposite of those things, it it starts in our mind. We have access to that through our thought life. And I would say most fear in any capacity that you experience it, it begins in your mind because your mind is such a powerful tool. And I have seen in my own life, like my thoughts can run off like crazy. And just one conversation with my husband can snap me out of that crazy. Or one conversation with a friend can just help you realign and go, oh yeah, those thoughts are not real. Those are not my reality. I might be experiencing those thoughts, but they are not what is true. And so a lot of times, actually almost all the time, our fear or anxiety or worry, insecurity, all of those things are rooted in how we think because our thought life actually develops into emotions and those emotions that we experience actually develop into actions. And And so it's so important that we start to think about what we're thinking about. Like we have to start to think about what is happening in our mind if we want to change how we feel and if we want to change what our life looks like. And that's what I believe God means when he says, I will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in me. You know, I I, like he's promising us that peace comes through where we fix our mind, what we fix our attention on. We have to fix our mind on him. We have to choose to trust God. And for me personally, when my thoughts bring me to a place of fear or anxiety, and I feel that I cannot get out of that, um, like I've experienced that many times, even now still in my life, as I wage war against fear and anxiety in my own life that will pop up from time to time or I have different seasons that I find like I I feel more fear or based on circumstances in my life, I am not free of the, um, I would say free of the fear. I would say I am free of the control that fear has on my life. So I'm not free of experiencing fear or anxiety, but I am free of the control that it has on my life. And I 
that takes waging war. That takes me making an effort. And that, it, it doesn't mean perfection, but it means that I'm choosing not to allow that fear to, to win and that I'm choosing to fight the battle. And so when I'm experiencing fear or anxiety and I feel like my emotions are not going to change or that I can't get out of the, the slump that I'm in, I can't choose life, like I can't fix my eyes on the Lord, there are several things that I do that really help me. And one of the main things that I do to break that fear off my life is to take my eyes off of myself and to place them on the Lord. And I have to physically uh, or like mentally picture myself doing that. I will often like take a deep breath and I will go like, okay, I got to get my eyes off myself and on the Lord. And so I will literally take a deep breath and then like choose to engage with the Holy Spirit, choose to focus on God on his throne, choose to picture God who is with me. I even actually did this last night. Last night I was laying in my bed and I could not fall asleep because I was stressed and I was anxious about something that was completely out of my control. And I I couldn't shake it. And I was like, I'm so tired, but I cannot fall asleep. And so once I realized that my mind was running the, running the show, I took a deep breath and I said, God, I know that you're here. I know that you're with me. I know that you promised me peace. Please show me where you are in the room right now. Show me where you are with me right now. And I actually pictured God in that moment as like, a father or like even more of like the nurturing mothering side of God because he does offer both right um but I pictured like me laying in his lap and that he was like pulling my hair like tucking it behind my ear and this sounds maybe creepy to you but not in a creepy way in such like a gentle parental healthy motherly type way um and I don't usually picture God in this way so it was just very very beautiful and tender but I just pictured him tucking my hair behind my ear and going like I'm here and like stroking my hair like like I do with my two-year-old daughter when she is anxious or worked up the same way my mom has done that if I feel sick you know that same way that when I am crying the person or the people that you love show affection towards you that's what I was picturing was God, he's like, I'm here, I'm with you. And I just pictured him uh, showing me affection in a very caring and like safe way where I was protected and cared for and he was so near to me. And I'm not kidding, within moments I fell asleep and I didn't even realize it until this morning when I woke up. But it was so, so powerful. And what I did in that moment was I took my eyes off of myself off of these circumstances that I could not control, off of the things that were running through my mind, and I placed my thoughts on the Lord. And I believe that this there's a principle that really fits here really well. And it's the idea that victory has to do with vision. Victory has to do with vision. If your vision is only full of fear, you're never going to see victory. If you look at the Bible, there's so many different areas where the the Lord talks about um, 
changing our attention or our eyes. Um, but an example that I love or that just really resonates with me is when the Israelites left Egypt, they always, always went back to talking about how things were so good for them in Egypt. When they, like God delivered them from slavery, from the Egyptians. And they literally, anytime they ran into a problem, anytime that things happened that were out of their control or that were causing them fear or anxiety or worry or unexpected, they would go back to like, oh, how good we had it in Egypt. And they never focused on the future, on the promised land ahead of them. They had no future vision. And the sad part of that is that the that generation never entered the promised land because their their victory was not in their vision. The promised land was not what was on the forefront of their mind. Thinking about going back to Egypt, oh, we had it better there. At least we didn't have to deal with blank. They would make these statements. And and that generation never got to enter the promised land because their vision was set on the past and not on what was in front of them and what God had promised them. And I believe that it's the same for us. And I want to ask the question of you, where is your vision? Is your vision on the problems right in front of you? Or is your vision on the victory promised to you? Because if you cannot see it, you're never going to have it in your life. If you can't see the peace that you're hungering for, if you can't picture the freedom from fear, if you can't allow your mind to loose its grip or the fear to loose its grip from your mind, you are never going to have freedom from fear. You have to fix your attention, your mind, your thoughts, your will. <laughs> you have to fix it on what you want to see and, and the promises that God offers you. And a big part of that is even speaking those things and not just saying like, oh, like prosperity gospel or just like, oh, I can have whatever I want. But no, God, if, if God promised you something, though, you can cling to that promise and you can speak it out loud and say, God, I, I know that you promised me perfect peace. And there is a difference between, like, I just want to clarify here. There's a difference between having something legally through Christ versus possessing it physically. So we can have something through Christ, like we, we can, like through the cross, through what Jesus did for us on the cross, we have access to everything that he offers. Like we legally have it. It's ours. It's already been promised to us. We have it. But there's a difference between that and then physically possessing it. And we have to choose the second part of that. So we can have something legally without having it in the tangible based on our decisions. Because we're all sons and daughters of God. So God doesn't make empty promises. So he legally has paid for us to have freedom from sin, freedom from fear. He's already paid the price for that. We have it. It's already ours. But we have to choose to invite it into our life. We have to make the decisions to make it possible to physically possess it. And so kind of um, like I want to just give you an example of and I, I gave you an example from my own life uh, at the beginning here or I guess a little bit ago. 
of just last night, but something that I do, like the steps, I take like four steps basically to get myself to take my eyes off myself and focus them on the Lord. There is like steps that I take to make that tangible and they really help me um, whenever I'm dealing with fear. Okay, so the four steps that I take are first, I have to intentionally take my eyes off myself. So this means that uh, whatever problems I'm facing or frustrations or like fear, whatever that might be that is stealing my attention and causing me anxiety or fear or whatever you want to call it, worry, negative thoughts, um, I have to intentionally like sit down and um, focus or fix or take my eyes off of myself. And then the second thing that I do with that is I refocus my attention on the Lord. Um, and it's so crucial for me not to just get my eyes off my problem or my attention off my problem, but to actually fix my eyes on the Lord. And um, it's like the idea of if you're just getting rid of stuff, um, like internally, even if you even get rid of fear or worry or like, or it just even like parts of your heart, if you free up space in that space like it's so important to ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill those empty places because we don't want to just get rid of stuff but we want to invite the Holy Spirit and invite God to fill us right and so it's kind of the same idea where I don't want to just be like diverting my attention all the time I actually want to shift my attention from something negative uh to like something God promises or um something that I see in his word, something that is tangibly um, God honoring and and going to bring me wholeness in my life. And so I, I will do this um, sometimes through picking a Bible verse that I want to fix my attention on that maybe deals with whatever circumstance that I'm wrestling through. I, I can just even again, like I use Google all the time, but I can search out verses that maybe resonate with what I'm going through. And, um, I, I can recite those. I can, I can speak those out. I can picture those things. Um, but another thing is just even picturing who God is and God on his throne and the power that he has and speaking out like, God, you are worthy. You are worthy of my praise. You are the king of all. You have control, like the character of God. So not just maybe a Bible verse, but also like who God is and his character. Because in light of those things, my problems are so small. In light of the character of God, my problems are so small and I just need to be reminded of that. I need to remind my heart of who my God is. I need to remind my mind, my thought life, that fear of who my God is. Um, another thing that really helps or step, I don't know, these aren't really steps, but just like keys. Another thing that really helps is um, worship. When I turn on worship and one important thing with that is the type of worship. So when I'm going to sit down and do this, or even if I'm going to do this throughout my day, sometimes I can't put on worship, but I can just take a deep breath and refocus my attention and allow myself to reset, allow my thoughts to reset and go like, okay, you're not going to run the show anymore. Um, but when I can turn on worship, it's so important that the worship that I do select is about who God is and his character and his ways and not like songs that are focused on me 
because that can just, again, like push me back into that like internal focus or my problems, my situation focus. No, when I turn on worship, I specifically select worship that is about God on his throne, his character, his ways, his faithfulness, his promises, um, things that I know are coming out of scripture. I re or I listen to that type of music because then my mind goes in that direction. And I find even as I just speak those things out, um, my heart and my emotions actually shift and the negative thoughts and fears start to dim and grow quieter in light of this. And as I as I worship, a lot of times I just even speak out with my words like who God is and I honor him, I praise him. Um, I lift him up. I, I, like I said, with my words, but even just with singing, I will like sing out what the song is, is saying. And so often this process helps me to, um, yeah, just shift my attention. And so again, sometimes you don't have the opportunity to do full-blown worship session, but when I don't, like if I'm in public and I'm just finding like, oh, this fear and, and worry and all of that is just rising up in me. I take a moment, take a deep breath, and I do that same process just without the singing. And um, I even tried to be able to speak those things out or even just speak to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, where are you? Are you with me? Show me where you are. What are you doing? What are you saying right now? And I find that brings me a lot of peace in my life and it helps me to wage war on the fear in my life and to not let my mind be in control and to instead let God lead me. Okay, so that's a little bit of my process, and I hope that that was helpful to you. I hope that that uh, was just gave you even a little bit of a picture, guys. I I still fight off fear in my life. I would say I have freedom from fear because I do not allow fear to control me, but I have to fight it away. I have to keep it out. I have to make sure that it does not win, and um, that's. A consistent thing. And I don't want to discourage you by saying that. I actually want to encourage you because I want you to know that it's attainable for you if you have not experienced that in your own life before. And so it's just so, so important, um, yeah, to just refocus and refix your attention on what um, is actually from God and what he wants to do and who he is and how how much power he has in comparison to how how small um, our anxieties and worries are. And yeah, just know that you are not alone, that if you are fighting against fear, there is hope for you. There is, um, there is victory for you and that you can take steps to have freedom. And we are all on that journey. We are all fighting for that. And so many women just like you are fighting the battle to not let fear win in their life. And so I just encourage you today like do not lose hope, fight that battle, continue to wage war and it it will get easier. The more you do this process, even the simple process I just gave you, um, but like obviously there's so much more, but even just something simple like that, the easier it will get for you to overcome fear. And so I just encourage you, don't give up, continue to fight that fight. Um, So that's all I have for today. Again, if you wanna check out... um, this was kind of even just a little glimpse into my course. Um, 
this is just like one piece of my course, one very small piece, but there is a whole mini course on becoming fearless and fighting off the fear in your life and how to do that. And there's a workbook that comes with it that gives a ton of information on like actual steps and practical tools that you can apply to your life and that uh, you can like systems you can like follow and put in place to actually overcome your own fear. And, um, so yeah, I encourage you to head to the link in the notes, uh, in the description of this podcast and grab a hold of that, um, that course. It's only $20, like $19.99. Um, and yeah, start to fight for the, the victory that you want to see in your life. Start, start that journey today. Um, I hope that this podcast was encouraging, but I also hope that if that's something you want, that you're able to grab a hold of that. Um, but yeah, feel free to connect with me in any way. You can do that on Instagram at resilient for the women is a great way, or you can email me at info at resilient for the If you have further questions about this topic or the course or anything. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for hanging out today. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I also want to let you know that I've written an ebook called Refreshing Your Prayer Life. This is a tool that I'd love for you to have access to. You can download this free ebook by following the link in the episode notes below. Let's chat again soon.